Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Let's start with probably my favorite positive difference story of the day, and very timely, as so many kids are back to school. So Dewan Strickland is now 14 years old, but it wasn't that long ago that he remembers what it was like to be an elementary school student and wondering, how in the world am I going to pay for my school lunch today, right? Tough situation, Mm -hmm. really tough situation. Well, he's made some headlines by launching a successful GoFundMe campaign that helped pay off some lunch debt at his former school, McCurdy Elementary. He was like, hey, I think I want to raise some money to help a couple kids out, right? Says he knows what it's like to be in his situation. He was a fourth grader and wasn't sure how he was going to pay for lunch that day. So he said he never wanted another kid to have to feel that way. So he started a GoFundMe online fundraiser. His goal was to raise $200 hmm. to help out a few kids. He doubled his goal and raised $400. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. He said it felt really good when uh, the school told him that they were able to use some of those funds to help a kid get some pizza one day. And he was Aww. like, that was one of my favorites. Like, yeah. I love this. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and so now he's got a bigger and better idea. He's going to work on eliminating all of the school lunch debt for the entire Hazelwood School District. What? All the schools, all the age groups. He's like, all right. And sure enough, so far, his fundraising campaign has raised nearly $6,000. Oh, my goodness. So he's they're on 14? their way. He's 14 years old. Man. Isn't that cool? Just to have that kind of Love heart. heart. Yes, yeah. right? Think about somebody else. Yeah. See what you can do. I mean, I know when I was a teenager, I'm not saying I was just all about me, but I kind of was. It's I mean, teenagers, it's just a, Especially when you're a teenager, Yeah, right? it's just kind of a normal yeah. thing to be all about you when you're a teenager. You just don't have the perspective yeah. at times. That's pretty awesome for 14-year-old leading the way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's our positive, different story of the day today. I just loved this story. I love seeing teens work hard because it shows what kind of an adult they're going to be. And clearly, this kid is selfless and caring and hardworking, and we need people like that. And guess what? He's a role model to all of those kids he's helping at school. Talk about a positive difference maker, seeing a need and filling a need. Now, you've probably heard us talking about it a lot this week, but it's because we're so excited for the artist Jordan St. Cyr coming to town. Here's his interview with Mark and Christy from earlier this week. Joins us on the phone this morning. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, we're uh, we're super excited. Uh, you're going to be here actually uh, in a very soon for Faith and Family Night coming up on Saturday. But, um, you know, we wanted to get to know you a little bit first. You know, you got some Canadian roots to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got a question. Um, do you, you know, I have heard that in Canada they say, eh, a lot like, like, where y'all going, eh? You know, absolutely. what are you doing, eh? Is is that true? <laughs> I'm sure nobody ever well, asks you this ever. You know what? They they ask a lot less than you think um, in the way that you've asked. So like the it, it is a thousand percent true. We say a all the time, and it's like um like the affirmation of what you already know to be true. So like oh man, that that ice cream is so good, eh? 
You know what I mean? Like it's like a question, but you know the answer, and you're just looking for for people to back you up. So, oh, so you're you're a pro at the A's <laughs> then? Yes. Yeah, since since oh, we've got an expert now, do you want to try it, Christy? Right. Should we practice to see if you can get this right? Well, well, I think we should absolutely practice. But I did have a question about you're in Tennessee now. And, right. and I know for a fact that they say y'all in Tennessee. <laughs> <Instead of eight. laughs> a little bit, yeah. So are you now combining the two? Like, are you like, hey, are y'all going to the baseball game, eh? Like, are you combining? Oh, so, that's so funny. I, yeah, absolutely. I've been combining for years. <laughs> uh, I, I get home and I'll be like, you know, leading worship in church. And there will be, you know... There are people who have known me for years, and they'll just be like, "Man, you've been spending a lot of time down south," and the the the, the you know easy way of talking. Mm, um, yeah, a little slower, a little more little relaxed. I just love it because it it just informs my soul to slow down, mm. and it's such an easy way to talk. And I've always been guilty of kind of being like a lazy talker already. So this has just helped me just really just own that and uh and uh um so yeah it just it comes out and uh, i am so guilty of throwing in a y'all with it with an a so can you give us one line pretend you're in worship and and there's a there's a combination (laughs) you combine them yes Uh, okay so like y'all we are so ready to worship today there you go. <laughs> Man, from an expert Canadian right yes. there. Yes, wow. there's, there's next level. Oh, what a moment. That. Yes. Right on. Such a fun conversation. And actually, if you're listening to this episode today, Friday, August 25th, you better make plans to come see us and Jordan St. Cyr at Faith and Family Night tomorrow, tomorrow, August 26th. The concert is at 445, and you'll have a chance to meet and greet with Jordan. It's going to be a ton of fun, and more event details are at klrc.com. I heard from a few listeners that this prayer was pretty powerful when Christy said it on Monday, so I wanted to share it with you here. Hmm, so, Mark, this morning I'm really thinking about the power of our words. Okay. I heard a, a really good sermon yesterday. It was talking about, you know, how we renew our minds and just whenever even Jesus was tempted in the desert and he came back with scripture mm, and, and he yeah. spoke it. Yeah. And just how, you know, we want to do good, but we don't. We want to right. do good, but we that don't. We, we have this struggle going on and, and just the power of speaking out scripture and that has an influence over our mind and what we say to ourselves, mm-hmm. even, you know, like if you're feeling not confident and you're about to do a, a, a job interview or it doesn't matter. And if you are saying I'm terrible, I'm no good. Right. It, it just affects everything. I'm going to mess this up. Right. Yeah. And just the, the power of our words. And so this morning as we just head into the week. I thought maybe we could start off with that and just mm. pray about our words and, and renewing our mind and, I would love that. Okay. Lord Jesus, we just come to you this morning and first just say thank you. Thank you for your grace and that because of what you did on the cross, there is no condemnation and that we are free in you. It doesn't mean that we won't have temptation though and and, and our struggles in our own heart. Um, So we just ask you to give us the words in those moments um, to help us change our mind and do what is good. Not because it's rules or anything like that, but because it's your protection over us. It keeps us 
from going off that cliff. Mm-hmm. And uh, words are a big deal, Lord. And so we just ask you to give us the right words in those moments and help us really focus on your word so that we can renew our mind and, and change our actions in different ways. And for those things that are just bigger than us, our circumstances, things that are out of our control, we surrender those to you right now, Lord. And we just know that you're bigger than all of it. And at the end of the day, your plan is perfect. And we can trust that. And we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I appreciate Christy so much, and I was really happy to spend some extra time with her this week. Mark was out, so I helped in the mornings on Thursday and Friday, and I wanted to share just a piece of what we talked about. 90.9 KLRC, good morning. It's Christy and Zoe is in the studio this morning. Zoe, what's up? Hello. She's our Generation Zer, also known mm-hmm. as our Zoomer, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Zoom, zoom. So, so yeah. <laughs> So, so that's what your generation is called. Or Zoomers. Zoomers. Yeah. Okay. We're the generation that had to deal with Zoom in schools. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. Well, Zoe, I really appreciate uh, what you brought to the table this morning because you were telling me about the conversation between Anson and Chaplain Justin on the, their latest episode mm-hmm. of their podcast is called Faith Refresh. Mm-hmm. And they're diving into some pretty deep theological things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and one of those is about just questioning uh, the Bible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as believers, we're so adamant about what we believe that we don't always truly listen or explore the word with someone else who mm. is asking some legit question, yeah. you know, and someone may come forward and say, you know, what about this or what about that? And and I know I've witnessed this where a Sunday school teacher or someone will say, you know what, we're not going there today. We don't have time for that. And it just kind of leaves this person feeling a little maybe Mm. just unheard, yeah, you know, and maybe even that could in and of itself could create doubt or questions. But, um, I just thought this was a neat discussion between Anson and Chaplain Justin on that specific thing. So take a listen to this. It's worth asking these questions. It's worth bringing our doubts to the Mm. table and talking them through because stuffing it all down and going, I'm sure this is fine (laughs) without actually taking a closer look at Mm -hmm. any of it. Obviously there's a lot of talk of faith, in scripture and faith is very important Mm -hmm. to us, but we're not asked to believe in faith in the sense that we also abandon all ability to reason or look at evidence Mm -hmm. or evaluate facts. Right. Yeah. We can't read without reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And God created reason, you know, he, he formed us in, in his image in that way, along with emotions and a will to choose Mm -hmm. all those different things. And just to underscore what you're saying is these theological words or Bible verses Mm -hmm. should not be used to silence people and questions rather than saying, oh, that's a good question. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Too few people have had that kind of generous, hospitable response to their questions. Too often it is being shut down, which is saying a couple things like one, maybe it's not safe to question. And two, the thing that we notice is what are they hiding? There's something going on And because you don't know the answer to that question, it's like, so what are they scared of? Which can cast that seed of doubt as well, rather than let's talk about it and let's go there. If someone really does believe in the inspiration of Scripture, right now I do (laughs) at this moment, what do I have to 
be fearful of. God's going to reveal himself. That's right. what he does, right. you know? And so let's check it out. Yeah. And at the very back of my mind, if I am wrong, you know what? I'd want to know that too. Yes. Right. Wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> we want to know the truth. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> We're not interested in lying to ourselves. Right. I just love what Chaplain Justin said about how there's nothing to be afraid of. Like God will reveal himself in that. Like we don't have to be afraid of people's questions, mm-hmm. right? We can explore it together. And there's so much power in that. Both Everybody wins, you know? I am so grateful I got to spend those mornings on KLRC, and I'm glad I could share a bit of Anson and Justin's podcast. It really is a powerful podcast. They dove into inspiration, authority, inerrancy, really important topics. You can listen to the full episode of the Faith Refresh podcast wherever you find your podcasts like Apple or Google, but you can find it on our sister station, Real FM's website at real.fm or on the Real FM app. In case you don't know what Real FM is, it's our sister station that's got a different mix of music, lots of hip-hop and pop music, fresh finds each week, and we have a ton of fun over there. Now, let's hear some of Andrea's best breaks. You know, one thing I'm terrible at is doom scrolling. You know, you read one bad article and you scroll a little bit more and it leads to another bad article and you scroll a little more and it leads to another and it's just like doom after gloom (laughs) over and over again. I get sucked into that and then it gets my head into not a great space. And one thing that the Lord just kind of like nodded to me, and I think this is really interesting, is what if instead of doom scrolling, we turned it into opportunities to pray for people that when we see something that troubles our hearts, Lord, I don't know why this is happening and what you are doing or what the truth is. And Lord, can you just work in this? Can you touch these people and just pray to him about whatever article, headline, whatever I'm reading? And you know what? It's turned the time into, oh, this is terrible to, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing, but you're giving me peace. And so I'm going to trust you in this. I was driving on crossover the other day in Fayetteville. And if you've ever been on crossover, it's hilly. It's easy to accidentally cut people off whenever you're turning out because you just can't see over some of the hills. And as I was pulling out, lo and behold, I had cut someone off by mistake. But to my surprise and delight, the person behind me, instead of zooming around me and being all mad, they slowed down and they gave me lots of space. And I was very surprised by that. But then later down the road, we get to a stoplight together and they had a KLRC bumper sticker on the back of their car. And so in my head, I went, this person loved Jesus and they were so kind to me on the road. This was this was just so nice. And it was a great reminder for me. Our bumper stickers represent uh, organizations. They represent Jesus. If we have Jesus related bumper stickers on our car. And it was a good reminder for me that how I drive matters and it represents all those things that I love to show on my vehicle. So that was a good, good moment. If that was you, thank you. You were so kind. 90.9 KLRC. I love this quote from this guy. His name is Sean. He says, my choir was stressed before a big competition. Right before our turn to sing, our choir director said, we are not here to impress. We are here to express. And it made all the difference. What a great reminder for us as we go into our workday, whatever that we are facing and the people we want to make proud of and we want them to be glad they hired us, all those things that we're not here to impress. We're here to express. It can be expressing our passion and work, expressing the gifts that God has given us, our love for Jesus through what we are doing. You're not here to impress. We are here to express. I just love that. I just loved that last break from Andrea. 
how to express our gifts from God and not trying to impress. A rather humbling attitude because we realize we can't take the full credit. It's all from God. And on top of that, when we're expressing what he gave us, it brings him the glory. Really good perspective. Up next is Robert from Middays. Speaking of joy, your words have the power to turn someone's day around. Yeah, I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. I was reading this article from Harvard Business Review. They did a study into the power of compliments. Yeah, they, they found that people underestimate how good their compliment makes the recipient feel. In fact, they said compliment givers tend to believe the other person won't enjoy their interaction as much as they will, and they might make the other person uncomfortable by complimenting them, yet they found in their study that consistently uh, receiving a compliment brightens people's day much more than anticipated, leaving them feeling better, less uncomfortable than the giver might expect. And so something as simple as, hey, I like what you're wearing today, or hey, you're doing a good job at that, can change someone's entire day. I knew it would happen at some point, but it just came up so fast. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and my daughter walks in the room last evening, and she goes, Dad, I need some help on my homework. Okay, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, please don't be math, please don't be math, please don't be math. She goes, it's math. <laughs> so we dive into geometry, and I think about how I did take this class back in high school. I have forgotten everything, so we had to go onto YouTube and have a teacher reteach us both from YouTube. So we worked on geometry for about an hour or so, and I think we were both proud of ourselves. For her, that she learned it. For me, that I relearned it at this age. I mean, that's pretty good. 90.9 KLRC. Hi, my name's Robert, and I realize that teachers are up against a pretty big challenge like never before with the creation of AI. I was looking at some of this stuff with my daughter, and we saw all these photos that were generated by AI. They look pretty real, and AI can write stuff. It can do math. So teachers, wow, I just, I know you've got a challenge in front of you. Because when I was in school, the biggest concern was that we might be sneaking in a calculator. <laughs> we are so far beyond that now. I have a friend who's a teacher and I have heard stories from teachers who work so hard to do well for their students. It's such a selfless, caring job. And that's why we love celebrating our teachers here at KLRC. You make such a positive difference. And now last but certainly not least is the drive home with Anson and Kara and some of their best moments. Ooh, it is so hot outside, Kara. Oh, so hot. It's a bit of a crazy week yeah. when it comes to the temperatures and the heat index. Yesterday, while you were gone, something started beeping here in the studio. Uh-oh. A beep I had never heard before. That's not good. I was trying to figure out what was going on. Our little weather station in here oh. had a heat index alarm that was going off. What? That only goes off when the heat index is over 120. Okay, that's ridiculous. It's the first time I had heard that. That's not good. That's how hot it is. <laughs> In fact, it's so hot uh, that I'm going into full dad joke mode oh, this boy. week. Oh, These jokes. I feel like there's one week out of the year <laughs> where it's appropriate to pull out all of the it's so hot that jokes. Yes. It, yeah. Uh-huh. And this, this is, is that it. week. This is, it's time. So without further ado, yes. a sampling for you. <laughs> it's so hot that cows are giving evaporated milk. Uh, it's so hot that I saw a bird pull a worm out of the ground with an oven mitt. <laughs> It's so hot that even artificial plants are wilting. Oh my goodness. And last but not least, and maybe about to be true, I set the house on fire just to cool off. <laughs> oh dear.
A lot of times when we're working on a project, my husband and I, I find myself asking this question, is, is there anything I can do? Because in our relationship, he is the super practical one. And uh. I am the one who is often kind of standing there like, I don't actually know what I should be doing necessarily yeah. in, in most situations. Okay. But what's interesting is I just ran across an article today from a dad saying specifically his advice was to dads to stop asking their wife this question. Is there anything I can do? Mm. And I thought, well, that's interesting because... I, I identify with this pretty strongly. Yeah. I find myself asking that question a lot. And the reason he says this is because he says a lot of times moms have a lot on their minds. They're trying to juggle a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes by asking that question, it's like you're adding one more task to her uh, list to have to delegate something to right. you. Yes. And so his advice instead was to look around the house analyze the situation and then just tackle the first thing that seems to be interfering with the peace of the household there you go so whether that's you know the toddler and whatever's going on with always him, interfering and, with or, the peace of the household right exactly or in my case the kitten or whether it's the dishes whatever it is just look around see what needs to be done and then do it he's saying in that case that will make your wife's life or in my case my husband's life <laughs> a lot easier and i thought that was actually some some good advice not mm -hmm. that you can't ever ask can i do anything but sometimes maybe to just pause before you ask and look around and see is there anything that i can tackle and just take that off their plate first Someone once said, it's better to do one thing well than to do 10 things poorly. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, I feel like some people, some companies, they just get this. Yeah. Like a famous example is Apple computers, right? Yeah. They make computing devices. They do. <laughs> they come in a few different forms, laptops yes. and phones and tablets. Right. But they make computing devices. That's what they do. They know what they're doing and they do a good job yeah, at it. Yeah, totally. I wish fast food restaurants <laughs> could figure this out, Kara. Oh, yes. But they have not. Oh, boy. Right? Like McDonald's. Yeah. Cheeseburgers and fries. Yeah, you do that well. They tried to do everything for a while, though, right? That's true. Like, we're going to have coffee and salads and chicken yes. and burgers and all that, you know. Yeah. yeah, they did. And then they're kind of now, I think, realizing that they made a mistake and trying yeah. to, like, bring the bring menu. It, bring it back down. Back down a little <laughs> bit. But not everyone else has learned this either. Oh, no. I mean, you have, like, Taco Bell, for example. They're supposed to be making... Well, you know, Tacos. not actual Mexican food, but no. <laughs> something approaching that. Yes. And then they come out with like nacho fries and all this uh, stuff that doesn't I really know. fit that, right? Yes. And now Wendy's, I just read today, they're getting in on it too. Oh no. They're releasing loaded nacho sandwiches. What? And queso fries. Nacho sandwich? What? Yeah, so it's like Wendy's wants to be Taco Bell. And Taco, and Taco Bell, Bell wants to be Wendy's. <laughs> You're like, you can all just be your own thing. Yes. Stop it! <laughs> The thing is, if fast food companies stopped innovating, then we might have less to talk about. So I think in a way, we can appreciate this loaded nacho sandwich nonsense. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.